So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents. It's spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero, dot, zero, two, podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What up, y'all? <laughs> Your man, Ernest, and you love Ernest. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, full transparency as always, right? I did 43 freaking minutes. I think it was 45. I'm going to say 45. I know it was over 40. Over 40 minutes of recording this first topic here for the audio to not be saved and I was not even close to being done with the let me turn these off this 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 notification down notifications down um because I'm using my different microphone <laughs> to uh record this my older one right um, but I think it was the the app, not necessarily the phone. But nonetheless, don't know what the hell it was about. I got some weird push notification that was saying something, and it wouldn't go away until I hit OK a couple times, right? Now, I'm looking on my phone now that I use, not this one, but the other one, and one of the apps that's updating at this moment is not the Anchor app. So, usually when apps be all buggy when you're using it on Android phones, it's because there's an update going on and, you know, they're being weird about people using the app while the update is happening. I get that. But that wasn't the case for Anchor. As I can clearly see. Now every single app on my phone is. Both Spotify is the. The irony right. Spotify being anchor at the same time. But every app on my phone is being updated. Has been updated. This might seem like ramblings. But let me just get this shit off right. Even in that recording. I was saying this episode is going to be long. 
one because I took the two weeks off so I feel like I kind of owe y'all <laughs> a longer longer episode um, two because I have a lot to say right or at least I have a lot of notes down that I took for the topics that I want to discuss in this episode I have three topics but I have Quite a few notes for these um, three topics here, right? Um, well, quite a few notes for two of them, and the second, the second topic would, would just be an update on that story that I covered a couple months ago. So for those who are wondering about the whole two week break, I'm going to just say that and then I'm going to try to find out how I can condense my thoughts here in this first topic into a shorter, you know, condense them shorter. So I'm not spending another 40 fucking minutes (laughs) talking just so the app can act up again. Right. Happy Martin Luther King Day for those who are listening to it on a Monday, by the way. Um, if I have to record this episode or even just this segment tomorrow and then upload this whole episode tomorrow, I will do so because it's MLK day and I ain't leaving the house. So there's that advantage, right? But I would really like to have this done by then. But apologize for those who are wondering what happened with the two weeks, right? Um, Partially it was, you know, the New Year break. I just just decided to take the two weeks for that reason. But also, prior uh, to that, remember when I took two weeks off of writing the blog the last two weeks of 2022, right? I took the last two weeks of off that year of writing just to focus on the podcast and other things that I would that I do right well the first two weeks of this this year I decided to take those two weeks off of podcasting so I could go and catch up on my writing and the other things as well so that was pretty much the uh I'm pretty much 60% as to why I took the first two weeks off it's not necessarily I know I say the vacation and, and the announcement or whatever the break um, but that was like 40% of the reason why I don't, it was something that I tested out doing for myself personally. I might do it in the future. I might not. I might just continue on with the one week breaks and continue going forward. I might just say, I don't feel like taking a break right now and I don't want to, and then continue going forward. But there's no breaks coming up as, as, as of, you know, this moment. I know, like I said, Martin Luther King day as if as what you're listening to this right now um might be you, you might be listening to this on MLK day right on a monday and as you can still as you can obviously see that means I'm still doing my personal work that day right so now on to this topic here uh, about Sam Bankman Free. By the way, I hope your year is. Now I'm trying to remember everything that I said. <laughs> a 
more than about 50 minutes ago now at this point. I have notes, but there were certain things I did say that wasn't in my notes that was obviously straight fire because that's just the stuff that I spit off top of my dome. I want to know how your your, your uh, New Year's going so far. Hopefully it's going well. Uh, the first two weeks, the first couple of weeks of this New Year is going well for you, right? For me personally, it's going, right? I can't say I can't. I, there's not really much to complain about. There's certain things not going the way that I want them to, but you know, that's me. On the best years of my life, I'm like, well, that should have went this way. That's me. But that's no reflection on my year right now. It's actually going pretty swimmingly, right? But it's going nonetheless. Um, so, again, as I've stated, um, I'm going to talk about Sam Bakeman Freed, or what I'm calling him Sam Bakeman Fraud. I'm going to read off these charges because I still have yet to decide how I'm going to even talk about the rest of this topic here, right? Uh, you can just say, follow your notes. But my notes doesn't detail everything what I said in that when I first reported this. I'm kind of upset about that, but it's kind of looking like I'm going to have to do that if I don't want to spend all day, which I don't. I have the day off. I have all day today and tomorrow to do this. But I really would like to have this out and so I can focus on the other things I got to do throughout the day, right? And then obviously I would like to, you know, eat and sleep and all that. You know, all the stuff that one would need to function, right? I would like to do these things, you know? So I don't want to spend too much time on this. But since I haven't noted down, since I am someone that likes to finish what he starts when he puts his heart to it and feels passionate about it. I'm like, let me just, uh, one, let me find my, my damn water bottle is, but let me just get on this topic here. So SBF, Sam Bankman Freed is the former owner of FTX. That is a crypto exchange. There's going to be terms that you may not be super used to. I know I've talked about cryptocurrencies in the past and I will give y'all a somewhat up, updated uh, thought and viewpoint on cryptocurrency and just that space in general within this segment here. But let me talk about this FTX situation. So, and like I was saying, there's going to be terms that I use that you you may be like, what does that mean? I encourage you because I did explain it in the when in, when I first recorded this. I'm not going to explain it now because I'm kind of agitated. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just not. So, at any moment in time, please feel free. I encourage you to pause and then what if I say a term that you're unfamiliar with, pause and look it up. Because the information is out there, right? In fact, the explanation that you're going to find is going to be far better than any explanation I could give you, by the way. Just my personal opinion. So, he owned, he once ran, or at least was part of, you know, the team of FTX, right? Until he got caught up. 
he got caught up in eight counts of fraud. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers. Wire fraud on lenders. Commodities fraud. Conspiracy to commit security fraud. Sorry, I paused because I kind of, I was almost sneezing, right? <laughs> so what I said, conspiracy to commit security fraud. Yep. Conspiracy to commit money laundering. Conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. And he violated campaign finance laws. These are the charges. These are the accounts that FTX or not FTX, SBF of FTX find himself in him and I think it's him but he's not the the only one involved in this situation he had a partner in crime who is this white woman who is trying to make it seem as though as what all white women do when they do dirt and make it seem as though they were the one being dragged and forced to do stuff um, that they weren't forced to do that they were just as complicit and even oftentimes very uh, more complicit in doing these crimes uh, than the male counterpart or their male partner within these uh, situations but that's not the role that they take when they get caught they play on the I was fooled I was this or they cut a deal to make it seem that way right so she, he, SBF did not act alone in this situation, but we're talking about him. I'm personally hope, talking about everybody. Everybody in this situation is white, so when I bring up white privilege, I am talking about all of them. But Sam Beckman Freed being the face of this whole debacle, that's why I'm bringing him up the most. So for anyone that's like, it's not just him, it's not just him, I know that. But he's the face of it. So I'm talking about. And even if it was, even if it's not just him, he's still involved. So yeah, you you gonna get these words too, nigga. So anyways, the reason why I want to talk about this situation, um, there are uh, obviously because I'm into cryptocurrencies. Um, I feel what they did was wrong. Now, personally, I did not invest any of my cryptocurrency within FTX. So I was not hit personally as far as a direct hit. Now, when cryptocurrency fell, when the price of Bitcoin and all the other crypto fell because it is because of the negative blowback or the negatives of, of, of negative mindsets of crypto people was having, the fears and all that, when that went, when those prices went down yeah me and everybody else who's an investor who was in this field we got hit that way but personally as a personal investor of the ftx coin that is on ftx or whatever their own token is called or me simply just being someone who bought and purchased or used ftx that's not the case i don't have cryptocurrency i don't have an account with ftx at all so when this happened, I, yeah, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was like, glad I'm not on there, but also, it's fucked up to the people who are on there, it's fucked up to the customers, it's fucked up to the investors, it's fucked up that the United States government, 
I feel like the only reason why they got involved in this situation, why they're punishing him, is because he attempted to defraud them. I think these la- those last two charges are right off, and I'm going to read them again. Conspiracy to commit... No. Not that one. Conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government and violation of campaign laws. I think those last two charges are the reason as to why he is in trouble right now. He and all his other pe- uh, people involved are in trouble right now. Had they... And this is me personally just saying this. Had they not tried to defraud the U.S. government, I think that they would have allowed him to continue to violate campaign laws and obviously continue to fraud customers and everybody else that was frauded. But because the government was getting frauded within this situation, because SBF and all the other cronies was like, they, 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 they got cocky. They got arrogant. They saw they saw the government, the politicians, people in power, people in charge of punishing folks for breaking these crimes because they saw these people looking there looking to purposely looking the different direction. They thought while the America's back was turned that they could then defraud the uh, the US government. And get away with it as well. But. that Clearly that wasn't the case. And now that he's. He and the others are paying the price. More so he. Because he is the fall guy. Not voluntarily. I think that his partner. I believe her name is Carolyn. Carolyn and the other people involved. Made him the fall guy. But. He's a fall guy nonetheless. And um, because of that, you know, that's why his name is being drugged all over the place. And that's why these charges are being thrown upon him. And again, I'm not quite too sure. Um, That is definitely something that I will look into and probably discuss next week about what's going on with the other people involved in the situation. Again, because SBF did not act alone. But... As far as these charges that I just read off, to my knowledge, these are his charges, not their charges. Not everybody else is involved, although it should be, but these are his charges. Now, if it is everybody else's charge as well, as it should be, again, I'll I'll discuss that next week. What I want to talk about this week, right, in this episode, this week's episode, is why I feel like white privilege there's a number of things I want to talk about one why I feel like white privilege is still getting him and the others off two uh, my thoughts on crypto exchanges in general and three my my just overall thoughts on cryptocurrencies in general has it shifted this that and the third because of this situation but let's start with the first point white privilege is still getting these these people off SBF off because leading up to this situation even prior to it when it was all just rumors because it was it's like the people who were affected by it especially the most the customer they knew 
fishy shit was going on before anybody else, obviously, because these were people who were either trying to cash out on their investments, trying to see what was what, and they were getting wrapped around, right? So stuff was not looking right. So they started to make noise because the crypto space, we we some noise makers, right? If something is wrong going on or even when things are going right, we make noise, right? So people started to make noise about it. Again, these are just the average everyday consumers at this point. People who invested in FTX, whether you were a, an investor, like you invested money within the brand or you invested in the sense that that was the crypto exchange that you used to buy, sell, trade crypto, do whatever you want with your cryptocurrency, right? So for some time, those people was getting effed over. Nothing was going on. No, not a peep from, 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 from. Not a peep from, from, from people from the law, not, not the only people calling for this man's arrest were the actual people again, and people like myself who didn't personally firsthand at least get affected by his doing or their doing, but still doesn't like the fact that other people got screwed over. Don't get it straight, messed up. Just because I personally didn't lose anything from FTX doesn't mean that I don't feel bad for those who did you know, I think all of these crimes are serious. All these charges are serious. Um, but I think the one that hurts me the most as an individual within the crypto space is the first one, the conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers. That's the one that hurts me the most because even if I, again, even if I don't have an account with FTX, I still do have an account with other crypto exchanges and something like this could very much possible possibly happen with those exchanges. In fact, I'm going through my own personal strife with all three of the crypto exchanges that I'm on right now, right? Or the three out of the four that I'm on, but the, the fourth one, I don't have any crypto on it. I have an account with it that I need to close some someday, but <laughs> I don't have any crypto on it, so there's nothing for me to gain or lose from being on there. I'll go over those situations after I'm done talking about SBF, but I didn't lose anything from FTX, but I still do feel bad for those who did, right? I don't look at the situation and be like, it wasn't me, so I don't care. No, I look at it as this could very much be me while I'm on Coinbase. This could very much be me while I'm on Voyager. This could very much be me while I'm on Gemini. And this is why I tell people, get off the exchanges. I don't just tell people, I tell myself that. I'm, I don't store the majority of my cryptocurrency on exchanges anymore. In fact, the only reason that's why I still have a little bit, a wee bit of like $4 and some change, right? It's like $4.47 and last time I looked. The only reason as to why I have that much on, um, I'm also on Nexo, by, by the way. Uh, so, and Nexo has been not been here some 
pleasant things about them as well. Um, but the only reason as to why I still have some things on, on Voyager is because they're not allowing customers to do anything with their crypto at this moment in time. I wanted to take that, my, my even if it's $4 and even if it's under $5, right? Even if it was $5. I wanted to take that off and put it in my trust wallet where I stored all of my crypto, or the majority of my crypto on a trust wallet. Now, a trust wallet is an app that one could use um, that is considered a hot wallet. Cold wallets are more so physical wallets such as, uh, well, physical wallets that are not mobile phones because the mobile phones are can be physical wallets, obviously, but they're not as secure as, you know, a ledger or, and these things are, are pretty much USBs. Um, again, I encourage you at any moment in time, if I'm saying terms or mentioning things that you personally do not know, I, for the sake of time and the sake of my patience, I don't want to take the time to then, cause I was doing this when I was recording before, but I don't want to do this all damn day. So for the sake of time, please just pause, look it up, go on whatever your favorite search engine is. I ain't going to tell you where to go. Cause ain't nobody sponsoring me. So ain't no search engine sponsor me. So until I get that sponsorship, you's not getting enough shout outs. Okay. So go on your favorite search engine, whatever you use to search up information online and search up any of the terms. Cause I'm confident that whatever you use, they'll likely give you information that is, is useful regards to what you're trying to look for, right? So, where was I? Where was I? Yeah, SBF and them, right? I kind of jumped ahead and gave y'all my, my thoughts on crypto exchanges. I do want to touch on that a little bit more, but let me continue talking about SBF. So, why I believe that he and them are he and arresting them and getting off on white privilege still is like I said this situation has happened for some months now right he didn't get charged he didn't get arrested for anything until I want to say it could have been only about maybe a month after the rumors were, were, were festering up right anywhere between two weeks to a month but that's still a long time to let somebody get away with what they're doing or get away with shit that they shouldn't be getting away with two to four months uh, two to four weeks right also by the way speaking of long months I mentioned four months but nine months from now he's actually gonna go on his first court date so he posted bail, right? It was the largest bail in the history of American his, uh, like the, in the history of America, right? The largest he posted bail. I think it was $250 billion, right? Obviously, he only had to pay 10% of that. But still, that's a large amount. 
that's the largest in, in, in American history. Now, I'm not being hyperbolic. That's literally the largest bail that anyone has ever paid in American history for somebody who claimed that he only had $100,000 left. Like he couldn't pay back people that he owed because he only had $100,000 like stashed in his his little shoe box under his bed in his mama's house, right? You know, like that's all he had, he claimed he had. But yet, someone with $100,000 stashed in his shoe box in his mama's house can post a $250 billion bail. The math ain't mathin' as 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 the mathematicians and the non-mathematicians say. The math ain't mathin', right? Also, another reason as to what's showing um, that this man is clearly benefiting from white, uh, well, white supremacy, yeah, but I meant white privilege. But white supremacy and white privilege is in the same in the same wheelhouse, right? warehouse wheelhouse warehouse i'm gonna say warehouse because shout out to the warehouse workers out there right salute to y'all so they're in the same warehouse nonetheless right wheelhouse warehouse mill house they're all in the same house right so he's getting anonymous You know what? I'm going to save that point for later. I'm going to save that point for later because I want to call There's a guy's name that uh, is rumored to be one of the anonymous people uh, who bailed him out or contributed to his bail because of a tweet that he put out that is kind of kind of cryptic. Um, so I'm going to save that point. But I believe the judge involved in this situation is you know, somehow involved in everybody is connected to the point where um, it's looking like they're trying to minimize the pain or at least take it away all uh, in, in, in altogether, right? What black person you know can get away with this shit? What non-white person you know can get away with this shit? But what, what black person? Hell, Wesley Snipes could even get away with not paying his taxes. Black people can't get away with not paying any taxes. Black people can't get away with having an ounce of weed. Once they find out that any of us, especially if it has anything to do with our financial fraud, We are not going to get the chance to do interviews with the New York Post, right? We're not going to get the chance to go on Twitter and pretty much snitch on ourselves and be bashful about it. We're not going to get the chance to go take trips to the Bahamas and wait until we get arrested in the Bahamas. But Sam Bakeman Free got all those chances. He's also getting a nine-month house arrest period, essentially, to where, and I feel like they're giving him nine months 
so he can get his money up, so he can find find you know, find money seemingly legally <laughs> to pay for the lawyers to help get him off or to pay for the judge to help lessen the sentence to pay whoever they they do they pay to make sure that their boys get off right nine months who else you know it's gonna get nine months almost a year three months sub of a year pretty much get their shit together when I say get their shit together I mean get their money up so they can pay the proper people to either get off scot-free or to again minimize the pain of going to prison right white privilege so it doesn't matter if he and the others are being punished right now. And the, the how the others are definitely benefiting from my privilege. They are just as involved in the situation as Sam Bigman Freed is. But you don't see their names all up in the news. You don't see their name being dragged on around the mud. In fact, the woman that is involved, I believe her name's Caroline again. They're trying to paint her as this victim as she was just this math whiz who worked under and not worked with, but worked under SBF. And she was just doing her job. She had no idea what was going on and what, 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 what. She's innocent. No. As I mentioned, as oftentimes women in these operations are the brains of these operations. They know full-fledged and well what they're doing their involvement see she's getting off on white women privilege which is definitely something that that's a real thing that I would discuss in a future episode if not next week but that's definitely something that she's benefiting from but I'm letting y'all know right now if this was any of our black like any of the black other black folks that's involved in crypto Myself or just anybody else that I know who is in black that's involved in the crypto space, we couldn't get away with this shit. And when I say get away, we definitely couldn't get away scot-free, but we definitely could not do what SBF did for as long as we did. The moment things look shifty, the government is going to be on our ass. Even if we didn't even try to defraud them. Even if we were just stealing from the customers. The government is, is is after us like boom. And then they're going to put out the narrative that crypto is this blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the narratives that people are putting out right now um, about cryptocurrency. It's it's a scam. It's, it's for scamming. It's for this, that, and the third. While ignoring the obvious scam that cash and fiat money in general. Like money scams didn't just 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 happen when Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies became a thing. I hope y'all know that, and I know y'all know that. Scams have been going on since the beginning of money. <laughs> Yet no one is calling for the end of fiat. 
Yet no one's calling for the end of the euro. No one's calling for the end of the the, the shillings or rupees. The dinero. Nobody's calling for the end of any other form of currency in these other countries. Now, not no one is really rarely only weirdos, but rarely are people calling for the end of cryptocurrency now. Because they know it's unstoppable. And that's why I love it. Still. This situation did not change my thoughts on cryptocurrency. It changed my thoughts on the exchanges. Right? It was this in a personal situation that I'm that I that I'm going through with Coinbase and just what's going on with Voyager right now and what's going on with Gemini right now. Now with Voyager and Gemini, to my knowledge at least with Gemini, I know with Voyager, this is a stone cold fact. I can't do anything but let the shit sit. And on one end, I'm happy that's the case. On the other end, let me take my shit off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before it continues to decrease. Because before it was $10 in that account. Now it's, like I said, $4.47. That's not, that's, that's not good, people. You know, that's, that's definitely a loss right there. You know? But nonetheless, I still want my full 47 so I can store somewhere where it's actually safe and then it's going to increase in value. So there's that aspect of it. And two, it's my crypto. So yeah, I want it. You know, I, I obtained that initial $10 in Bitcoin for free, just like how the crypto that I'm obtaining, obtaining on Gemini, the BAT, the basic attention token, And again, pause this audio. Go search up these terms if you have no idea what I'm talking about because I'm not going to pause like I did last time. I swear, in the future, if I'm not having tech issues, if Anchor ain't going to fuck up on me, in the future, I will go more in depth with these terms. I promise you that. Because I actually do like educating people and the honest stuff. But right now I'm getting hangry. <laughs> right now I, I, I'm getting impatient. So you're getting hangry, impatient, earnest. And hangry, impatient, earnest doesn't feel like explaining shit to y'all. Sorry. Hangry, impatient, earnest just wants to speak his mind and continue on doing what I got to do so he could then go and eat and not be hangry anymore. So. Please pause and go look up whatever terms, whatever tokens I'm talking about, whatever companies I bring up. Look it up. Look up the information for yourself. All right. Probably not going to do this, but if by any chance at a moment I decide that I want to leave articles in the description box below of what's going on, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try if I remember to do so. Before I upload, maybe you heard my stomach growling. So I'm not lying to you when I'm saying I'm getting hangry. And you don't like me when I'm hangry. But nah. (laughs) 
And maybe, 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 maybe I will leave some links in the description box. Article links in the description box. It's going to be links, period. Check them out. But article links in the description box below, educating you on what is what, who is who, and, 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 and gobbledygook, right? But as far as just the topic at hand, right? Let me raise my phone so it's not near my stomach, so you're not hearing my stomach growl. But it changed my personal feelings on crypto exchanges, no doubt, but not cryptocurrencies. Here's what I mean. It's really that it's the the I'm gonna explain this to y'all though. This is the one explanation I'm gonna, I am gonna explain to y'all. It's as simple as I don't trust people with my cryptocurrency and I don't trust other people with my money. Simple as that. I don't trust banks, so I try to store as very little money in banks. Now, do I have bank accounts? Yeah, I have two. One of my bank accounts stores the most of my money because to me that bank seems and they're not sponsoring this so i'm not necessarily going to give them a shout out but to me personally they are more trustworthy than the other bank that i have and the other bank that i have only bank with them because they, they were my first bank but also one of my credit cards is with them and obviously i'm trying to continue building credit so as long as i continue having a credit account with them i figured i might as well have an account a bank account with them so to use that money to at times pay you know pay credit card balance simple as that but i'm saying yeah i still have bank accounts but i don't have my all my trust in banks and in fact there's going to be a time in the future where even with this other bank that i feel is always the most trustworthy I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm taking my money out, though, and I am going full in on either crypto or I'm going to store my money elsewhere. You know, that's just how it is, right? With that being said, that's how I am with crypto exchanges. I've explained this stuff before, but I like to revisit things and let me try to be nice to y'all, right? It's been 40 minutes since I'm recording this. Hopefully, no pauses, no no mess-ups. You know what? I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be safe. It's going to be a part two to this. And the part two, it's going to be in this episode. It's not going to be next week or so. But the part two is going to be why I feel, why my feelings on crypto exchanges change. And why I feel the way I feel about cryptocurrencies in general. So part two will be in that. I'm going to save this. Make sure this audio is saved before any pop-ups happen and some shit. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Thank you, Jesus. It's, it's saved. That first part is saved. It was better to be safe than sorry. If you don't take anything else from this episode, no matter whatever topics I talk about, take away this. It's better to be safe than sorry. Anyways, speaking of better, bettering to be, better, yeah. Speaking of me being hungry and, and scatterbrained, but no. Speaking of it being better to be safe than hung, than than hungry, but also sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I really said better to be safe than hungry. Yeah, 
I'm gonna quote that. Anyways, serious note. Speaking of that, being uh, safe than sorry. Get off those crypto exchanges. I tell people all the time. I suggest all the time. It started as a. Well, all my jokes are serious and jokey at the same time. But it started as just some quirky Twitter joke, whatever, right? Or just, you know, my personal opinion, not financial advice, but personal opinion, whatever. But I, I still stand by it. Get off those uh, crypto exchanges, right? If you are somebody who is on a crypto exchange, now someone's going to be like, well, you're not fully off the exchanges. I told you a number of reasons as to why. Uh, well, one of the reasons. One, I can't move the crypto that's on these exchanges because whatever shit they're going through right now, they're not allowing anybody, not just me, they're not allowing anybody to make withdrawals or even purchases for that matter, you know? So I can't do anything about it. I just have to wait and see and let it sit. So that's reason number one. But best believe, once I get the A-OK that I can finally make moves, the move is to get that off and onto onto my trust wallet or if I have my ledger or any other type of uh, cold wallet right at the moment um again pause and look up these terms if you are wondering what i mean by this whatever cold wallet i have at the time oh yeah the crypto is going on there it's going on there it's getting off the exchange and it's going on there and i'm closing my account simple as that another reason as to why i still have a little bit of cryptocurrency on uh, at least this is the case with with Coinbase is because Coinbase has a section where they call it's called well they have one of these things called Coinbase Earn right learn and earn or whatever where you pretty much learn about cryptocurrency it doesn't happen often. Well, you learn about certain cryptocurrencies and then you take small little multiple choice tests are usually three questions and you get multiple chances to do these tests. They want to give you, it's free crypto pretty much. They want to give you that crypto. If you fail the test 5,100 times, they're going to give you 5,100 chances to do the test because they just want to give you that crypto, right? So... A lot of the altcoins that I have, right? Um, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were because of that. That's what I'm using Coinbase for. And they're not really worth a lot. They're not really worth a damn. In fact, let me go on Coinbase right now and just look up a few of the stuff that I have. Um, altcoins that I have there. I have a little bit of Bitcoin on there as well, but it's a tiny amount. Um, and again, I do it, I do plan on trying to get everything that I have off, but like, but you know, that's that's something I'll do when I do it, right? Um, <laughs> but some of the altcoins. Oh, actually, I have all my Bitcoin off, by the way. I'm looking at my portfolio 
now. So all of my Bitcoin is off Coinbase. Good. Woo! But it, the, some of the alts that I have, the Sandbox, this Galaxy, Near Protocol, Polygon, the Graph. Let me see if I'm missing anything else. I, I, okay, I have 80 cents worth of Bitcoin on. That ain't shit. Either or everything else that I have, because I have a lot more uh, on on here, they're just altcoins. Now, in total, the total portfolio amount is about $12.51. If I can get all of that off and put it onto my trust wallet or any other type of wallet that I trust, you know, that is not called trust wallet, then yeah, um, I'm going to be able to do so. Um, but me and Coinbase are going through something right now that I was detailing again when I first recorded this. Um, I won't detail now. Um, well, I kind of do want to detail. So Polygon is one of the one day. This was months ago, by the way. One day. I was doing what I do with my crypto. I like to make investments. I like to make purchases, you know, especially when I got the money for it. So when it was days, I was like, okay, I'm going to spend $50 on Coinbase today. I'm going to buy $25 worth of Bitcoin and spend $25, uh, you know, buy with another $25. Um, I'm going to buy polygon or matic is what it's called right um did both purchases on the same day within the same hour i won't say it's the same time but within the same hour probably minutes away from one another because it i'm not gonna wait 55 minutes from when i made my first purchase to make another purchase it just makes no sense to me so within minutes from one another when the thing is so within the same hour clearly but within minutes, I made both purchases, right? Bitcoin, that that purchase went through and went into my... What I do is I... What I did, at least, was I would buy Bitcoin and Polygon um, on Coinbase, but then transfer that over to my, to my trust wallet, right? I was able to do that with my Bitcoin. Not with my Polygon. Not with my Matic. So, the whole thing is every cryptocurrency, or at least a lot of them, have different networks. The the Bitcoin network, the network it's on, I believe it's called the Lightning Network, whatever. That's totally different from the network that Polygon Matic is on, right? I think that that's all that's on the Ethereum network or something of that nature or whatever the case is, right? But it's on a different network, right? So network speeds are different between networks and stuff. That's the simplest explanation I can give you. Right now, I don't feel 100% confident in detailing you about crypto networks. Again, pause this audio and go look up this information yourself. If I remember to do so, I definitely will link a, I will try to link a, a, a uh, article in the description box below that I feel 
has best explained things that I've mentioned here. But pretty much my first, my initial understanding was the reason as to why it's taken so long for me to get this Matic, my, my, pretty much my investment was because it's on a different network, right? I say, okay, cool. But a couple days go by, right? A couple days, it was like three, three, four days go by and um, I still ain't get my Matic. So I hit up Coinbase. Found Coinbase support. I messaged them and I let them know, hey, I made this purchase. It's in my pretty much my transaction log, my history, my purchase history, and all that stuff, right? It's in there, so I know I made this purchase. It's showing, but it's not showing as something that is like approved or any of that nature, right? So I just want to know why is that the case? They respond back and they are saying they mentioned something about you know it's it's the network you're gonna have to hit up uh, pretty much the network that Polygon and Matic is on right you're gonna have to hit 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 up the network and find out what's going on now I have no idea on how to do that that's why I say that you know I was saying when I first recorded this segment I was saying that I'm not an expert in this field. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a expert. I'm someone who's experienced, but not an expert, right? I'm an investor for sure, but I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not an expert investor. I wouldn't even call myself that. I call myself an experienced investor. I still have a lot to learn, but I have at least three years within this, you know, within the crypto space, right? Because I started in 2020, right? So I have at least three years worth of, of work and, and experience, but I'm not an expert. And I don't think I'd ever call myself an expert in this field because the true experts are the people who dedicate their every single day on this stuff. Me, I don't dedicate every single day on crypto. It's important to me for sure, but it's not every single day that I'm focusing on it. Um, I'm typically a, I get my crypto news because I like to get that stuff daily or at least almost on the daily. Um, You know, if not, if not all seven days of the week, a good five, six days of the week. But then after I get my news, I'm like, okay, that's, I got my news. I got the information that I was looking for. Let me continue on doing this other thing that's totally unrelated to cryptocurrency. So that's how I move in this space, right? So that's why I don't call myself an expert because I move that way. And also I'm not knowledgeable on things. The experts are very knowledgeable of, or at least I don't have as much knowledge as they do on it. If I do know stuff about it, it's to my little itty bitty brains <laughs> uh, uh, understanding of it and not necessarily to the knowledge of a big brain crypto expert on this situation, right? So I was told it was that now I have to contact the, you know, the network folks. I have no idea how to do that. But I was like, I got shit to do. So let me focus on this other stuff. 
And then when I have downtime, figure out how I'm going to do it. Because even when I don't understand something, especially something I'm interested in, I'm going to take the time to try to learn it to the best of my ability, right? So that was the initial plan. I left it alone. I said, when I have the time this week, I'm going to find out how I can uh, contact them about my uh, $25 Matic, right? Investment in Matic. But Coinbase responded back. They hit me up. I didn't hit them up this time. They hit me up. It was like, so we found out about the issue and it's something on our end, not your end, not on the network's end. It was our end. They wouldn't necessarily say what that, what it was per se, but they said it was something on their end. They apologized and they, they, they claimed they were going to, uh, work on the, the, the problem expeditiously, you know, be it speedy about it. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. There's nothing I can do, but wait, as I've always done in my damn life about things anyways. So that's what it is. It's, it's another wait and see situation. All right. So let me continue on doing what I got to do, right? I think two weeks go by. And now I'm like, okay, so this is weird. Y'all said y'all was going to be expedited about it. It's It's been about 16 days now. It's been a little over two weeks now. What's the hold up, right? This is what I say to Coinbase because I reach out to them this time. They're like, yeah, the issue is um, you're not a verified user. And when people to prevent scams or prevent stuff for security measures when people take out large amounts or put in by large amounts of money into this specific cryptocurrency and just other cryptocurrencies as well we we take precaution and we hold the transaction until the person who is making said transaction is verifying, uh, can verify that they are them. And they're act- they're the one who actually made this transaction. Now that makes sense to me. That makes a lot sense. That makes a lot more sense to me, right? Um, but my problem is I've been a verified user on Coinbase. I've been on Coinbase since 2020. It's the first crypto exchange that I've been on since 2020. And again, that's three years now. Since 2020, I've been on Coinbase making investments with cryptocurrencies, buying, exchanging them for other currencies and, uh, uh, you know, transferring, withdrawing them and putting them in other places, this, that, and the third, taking other, uh, you know, Bitcoin and other places and putting them into Coinbase. I've been doing that for three years. And when you sign up for a Coinbase or any other exchange, you have to verify yourself. You can't just be some anonymous nobody. You can't be some bot. You have to verify yourself. So... I'm like, that's strange because 
I didn't have to do this when I bought the Bitcoin the same day I bought the, uh, the, the, the Polygon. That went through. I didn't have to do this this other time I bought Polygon. I didn't have to do this other, this other time I bought Bitcoin. I didn't have to do this this other time when I was doing exchanges. I didn't have to do this, all this other stuff when I first started. Because I was under the understanding that y'all was under the understanding that my account is verified <laughs> since 2020. And again, now this stuff is happening in 2022, by the way, like I said, months ago, right? And ever since this situation and ever since what happened with FTX, which, which when that situation happened and that happened initially months ago as well. I've been screaming, get off these exchanges because it's fishy, fishy. Now, again, the security measures and the explanation to me, it doesn't, it, it, that's not a problem to me. I actually like that, that they took that route, but it doesn't, to me, it, 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 it doesn't sound like it's, it's, that's the real answer. You can say I'm being paranoid. You can say I'm being whatever. Because if that was the case, that should have been the initial response. The initial response was, it's not anything on our end. You're going to have to go talk to the people over at the Matic Network. You're going to have to talk to those people and see what was up. And then I was like, fine, whatever. Cool. I will do so. Then they reached out and would say, oh, it's something on our end. It's not, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not their fault. It's our fault, actually. We're sorry. We're working on it. I say, fine, stop apologizing. Just work on it. And I give them longer than what, what they, they promised. They said within three to seven days, I gave them two weeks. Like I said. Right? Longer than, than, than they should have gotten. Then they say, oh, well, you know, it's... It's cause you, you we, we, we're, we're kind of suspicious that you, you know, we want to make sure that you are actually who you say you are. So I'm like, you know what? How do I go about, okay, give me a number so I can call somebody. Cause I want to talk to, I don't want to keep doing this back and forth, texting, emailing and, and uh, uh, message boards and things of that nature and social media. No, I want to talk to somebody. So I can so I can verify that I'm talking to somebody and they can verify that they're talking to me. I'll give you I'll give you social security numbers. I'll give you or number. I'll give you date of births or any other verification documentation that you want. I just need to talk to somebody. Oh no, you you, you don't verify through the through that method. You verify through the app. All right. Okay. Where do I go on it? <laughs> Cuz if it is if I'm telling you it's the same place to where I went to verify in the first place, I'm going to get mad because the status still shows a verification and you're saying this is the issue. You're telling me this is an issue and I'm seeing something different. Oh, you got to go here, 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 here and here. All right? 
Now Coinbase, they always update their, 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 they always change the interface of their app and stuff. A lot of these apps, and I get it. A lot of these places, they're they're still growing. As crypto continues to grow, they're still growing themselves. They're still learning themselves, but they're also still still trying to you know innovate and, and do things right. But they change up the the look of the app, and they changed up to where one could find X, Y, and Z. So I let it be known, hey, I can't, <laughs> I can't find this information that you are telling me to, to look for. You know, I go here and it's not here. Are you sure there's no other way of verifying? You know? They're like, wait, we're pretty sure you gotta go X, Y, Z here, right? Now, again, it could be simply just me not knowing where, where to go and not having the patience to even look. I can understand that, and I would be able to accept that. And I think that is a big part of that. But it shouldn't have had been that way in the first place. Because to me, like I said, it was just fishy how I got three separate answers before they came up with this one thing where... To me, until they fly, they they settled on the last answer, right? To me, it's if if that was the case in the first place, that should have been the first and only response I've gotten. Because we're having this issue, this is being delayed, or whatever the case is, right? But that wasn't the case. It was I was told two different things before being told that one answer, and now that is the one answer that they're going with. So I said, you know what? I put my hands up. <laughs> I put my hands up. I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know what? This is just another experience and confirmation that, that just that just proves that I'm right when I say let's get off these exchanges. Do not do not be on the exchanges. Don't 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 do it. This is just yet another situation, right? Now again, I wasn't hit with the FTX thing but that was a situation where I was telling people don't do it and this situation I'm telling you now is a personal situation and I'm telling you don't do it you know it could be it could very much be they could very much be telling the truth with this situation they could simply just be they they found they they didn't find out till later or they were mistaken when they told me the first two reasons right still Still, the problem is I do not know for a fact if that is even the truth. And two, as I stated at the beginning, better to be safe than sorry. Your crypto is safer on a cold or hot wallet, not on the exchanges. It's the safest on a, you know, a ledger and things of that nature, right? Cold wallet. But it's, it's, it's at this moment in time because I'm using... And, and how? What I would suggest, 
this is just a, 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 just a suggestion. What I would suggest for a hot wallet storage. I'm not going to tell you which app. Right? There's tons of them. But I'm going. it is an app nonetheless. Or they are apps nonetheless. Which means you need a mobile device. You need a phone. Do not store it on your personal phone that you're using right now. Find an old phone. I'm pretty sure we all have old phones that we don't use. If not one, a ton. I know a bunch of people who got... I know a bunch of iPhone folks. You know, the people who get new iPhones every year or every time they come out. Because they just want to stay in the scene. Yeah, You got an old iPhone that you're not using anymore. But you still have Wi-Fi. You still connected to Wi-Fi or can find connection to Wi-Fi. Because go to your local library. Go to your local wherever, right? A lot of these places have Wi-Fi now, but your local library is your best bet because one is public, and two, the Wi-Fi is actually better than your Wi-Fi at your local McDonald's, in my opinion. But as long as you have access to Wi-Fi in an old phone, old device, mobile device, or just yeah, mobile electric device that you can use the internet on or use use to access Wi-Fi. And download apps on. Use that phone. It doesn't need to have phone service. The, the phone that I use right now, my hot wallet is my old phone. Right? My Motorola E2020, right? That's the phone that I use for as my uh, hot wallet. Um, it get the term right is that I just looked this up too <laughs> hot wallet is because I, I I don't want to all right yeah I did get it right so cold wallet is what I was saying like the ledgers the arculus the elipole and there's other you know they're kind of like us usbs where you can store your crypto right by the way, Best Buy right now, they, they, they don't pay me to sponsor this, but I'm just giving them a shout out for this. $59. You can get a Ledger Nano S. So, there's that. Um, apparently at Best Buy. So, there's that aspect. But, it's safer on an old phone. Your crypto is safer on an old phone or one of the Ledgers or, or just... Um, cold wallets. It doesn't have to be a ledger per se, um, but one of the cold wallets in general. That's the safest bet. So you're not invested in any type of amount. And now I have theories as to why I feel like I personally feel like they're withholding this investment. Um, but I won't go 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 over it in this segment here. Um, or in this episode, because again, I got, I still got a lot to talk about, (laughs) but, um, the last thing I'm going to say about that situation is that was $25 and I I hate losing any amount of money. It could have been $5 right now. If it was five cents, which I don't know any exchange that will allow that. Um, is usually a dollar amount that you would have to buy. I don't need into crypto, and you're not going to get anything worth five cents worth of crypto. Like you're just not, you know, you're just not. But um, it was twenty five dollars, 
right? That's $25 I, I could be using right now. I could have just put, just used on a, a you know, the, the trust wallet that I have on my, my phone right now. Um, although their, their minimum amount is 50, not 25. Um, but, you know, it was a situation where it was like, okay, clearly I'm not going to get that back until they decide to budge or until they decide to actually make the app verification more accessible, easy, e- easier to find or just accessible in general. And then they, they, cause they kept saying, oh, as soon as you verify, you don't get the, y'all said a lot of shit. Y'all said a lot of shit. Y'all said it was, at first it was someone else's fault. Then you said it was your fault. And then you said it wasn't your fault, that it was my fault. (laughs) So, and then, then that last one is the one you're sticking to. So, and I did ask them too. I remember, I remember asking, okay, first you said it was this. Then you said it was this. Now you're saying it's this. Which one is it? The person went around, and that's another reason as to why I don't necessarily believe the reason that they're saying is the reason that they're saying, because they danced around that part of the question. They didn't even answer that part of the question. They didn't say, well, we made a mistake. They could have easily said, well, we made a mistake. We, we thought it was this, and then we thought it was that, but it's actually this. They didn't even say that. They just continued on with the, with, with responding with, what to do with verifying, right? With verifying uh, said information. And I thought that was weird because I'm like, you've got, there's more to this question. A whole first part to this question prior to me asking about who to call to verify. And I didn't ask that to be, it wasn't a rhetorical question either. I wanted all parts of the question to be answered and it wasn't so to avoid losing out on any type of money and even in even when things do go right there is a possibility this is just my advice not financial just what I'm saying from someone with again experience not an expert but someone with experience you are going to invest money in something and you may not get, you may lose something on the investment or you might end up messing with an exchange, putting your trust in an exchange, buying something on said exchange and then being told that they're not going to give you what you purchase because of some bogus reason or reasons. Now it's messed up and all of them will swear that they will, they don't do that or they don't want to do that or they want to fix things. But can you really trust their word? That's really up for you to to decide. Do you want to trust their word? Do you want to trust them with your crypto? Or do you want to trust yourself where essentially you're your own bank by getting a, a hardware wallet or a cold, cold wallet, right? 
pretty much are you going to download an app on your phone, your old device. If you want to put on your current device, that's on you. I say old device because one, how I you do do it is I'm only giving you advice on how I do it. So I store it on my old device, but I never bring this device outside of the home. Therefore, it can never be lost outside of this home. If I end up losing this phone, it's because it's lost within the house some way, somehow, or someone stole it, right? These are things that I do my damnness to make sure it doesn't happen. And although the last and only time I've ever lost a phone was when I was like maybe maybe 14, 15 years old, and I technically didn't, well, I did lose it. I, it fell out of my pocket. I was walking off the bus. <laughs> and this is the old Boost Mobile Chirp days. I was walking off the bus, and it fell, fell out of my pocket. As soon as I got off the bus, I realized it was on the bus, and that bus pulled off. Phone, gone forever. Now, I could have easily tried to track down you know, uh, the phone in the sense that, you know, license plate number, I didn't pay attention at all. I was too dramatic. Plus I was a stubborn teen, so I didn't wear my glasses. So I couldn't really see (laughs) the, the, uh, the, uh, license plate clearly anyway, that phone was gone, but that was the only ever time I've ever lost a phone. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk bringing the device that I use as my hot wallet, I don't want to risk it and bringing it outside of the home. So I keep it in the home. I keep it in my room. I keep it where I can. I know I got it. So that's why I am suggesting that if you are going to download an app to store your your your, your a wallet to store your crypto, to do it on an older device that you don't use outside of your home. Or if you are gonna use it outside of your home, you go to, again, the library to use it. You go to these other places or any other place where you access Wi-Fi if you don't have Wi-Fi in your home to use it. And that's the only times you bring it outside of your home is when you are going to these places to access Wi-Fi so you can use this device. These are just my suggestions. Old Uncle Ernie is just giving you some some, some suggestion of being safe than sorry. But again, it is up to you. Like with all this stuff, with anything in life, it's really up to you. All I can do is give suggestions. All I can do is share you stories as to why my perspective is the way that it is through personal experiences. And all I ask of you to do is to think about it. Think about it. Just think about it and make your own decision. (laughs) Now, to end off this topic here and, yeah, this segment here and this topic here, um, my personal thoughts on cryptocurrency, right? As I stated before, I don't I don't fuck with the exchanges, but that doesn't mean I stop fucking with crypto in general. I still 
the personal gains that I've seen, especially as of lately, the personal gains that I have seen via my investments. I'm loving it. I'm loving the personal gains and I cannot wait to continue to invest, especially now that I'm no longer using the exchanges and I don't have to, because with these wallets, like a trust wallet and they don't need it, no, but all these companies that I'm naming, they're not sponsoring me. <coughs> that wasn't a lie cough. That was a cough out of just random nowhere. Um, but nah, they're not sponsoring me. So when I bring up trust wallet, yeah, I'm just doing it out of transparency. That's the wallet that I use. Personally, there's a ton of them though. You don't have to use the one that I use, right? In fact, I, I implore you to explore in many different crypto wallets, hot and cold, and uh, make the make the decision that you feel is best for you. I just hope that, and this is just me being candid and honest with you. I just hope that you don't decide. Eh, I'm gonna continue storing on the on the exchange. All right, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But uh. The stories like mine, the stories like FTX, the stories like all I'm saying is if you put that stuff in their control, it's in their control. If they can come up, they can possibly come up with any type of bogus excuse as to why they're not giving you what you you are owed. You know? And to me, $25 and granted. Just to go back to my story, $25. I mean, granted, yes, Matic right now is about 93 cents, right? It's only worth about 93 cents. And I bought $25, which means had that money actually given my fucking account, it probably would be worth a lot more. But that's no excuse. It wasn't like I spent $2 million. It wasn't $250,000 on Matic. But to them, they claim it was a large amount. To, it was a large enough to alarm them. How how dare? Who, who's buying $25 in this? Me, nigga. Because it's my fucking money and I want to. And I have that much trust in what's going on with this cryptocurrency for the time being that I wanted to do so. Let me not get upset. All right. So, crypto. Speaking of trust... No, no, no pun intended when I talk about trust wallet, but speaking of trust in crypto, right? I still, I still have a lot of love and trust with it. I know with this whole SBF situation, a lot of people wanted to <laughs> smear, smear, right? Probably some of y'all listening right now wanted to really, it was like, wanted to, wanted me to talk about this sooner. Now, the reason why I'm talking about it now, not months ago when it happened, all of what I just named in this segment, even in part one, it's because I was on a wait and see basis, right? All I, all we know about what's going on with SPF right now is the man's on house arrest until October. Um, and then that's when he's going on trial. What else is to say about that? And even I, with the, and regarding all of that, I can't speak on the situation until after October when it's all said and done, whether they lock him up or not, right? The other, 
the other stuff, I heard some chime noise. I, that's why I paused. I heard some chimes that made me kind of pause for a minute. Ain't no chimes in this room, too. So that's why I kind of paused for a minute. <laughs> but the other stuff that that I was waiting on was pretty much in regards to, you know, what was going on with him when he was locked up um, and just waiting to see in general. Now all that stuff is set in stone. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm now talking about it and hence why I'm talking about it now. All in all, again, it did not shape my my thoughts on cryptocurrency at all. The stuff that I've personally seen. Not just from me, but others as well. And again, it wasn't... This can happen with... This, it, uh, uh, most of the crimes, most of the scams that happen, as I mentioned before, happen with fiat money. But nobody's calling for the banning of that. Now, you don't see people calling for the banning of crypto anymore because they know that it can't be stopped. And that's another reason as to why I have so much faith and love for cryptocurrency. I know some people probably listening right now or whatever the case is, they're going to, they they might consider themselves crypto bull. I'm not crypto, but Bitcoin bulls or Bitcoin maxis. That's the term, right? And a Bitcoin Maxi is pretty much somebody who is super all in on, on Bitcoin and Bitcoin only. That is the only cryptocurrency. In fact, they're so maxi, like they're so into it to the point where they actually do some of them, not all of them, but some of them get offended when people refer to Bitcoin as a cryptocurrency. They'll say things like, oh, it's not a cryptocurrency. But they're so maxi about... Uh, Bitcoin that no other coin token whatever nothing else matters everything else is is just worthless or they would say it's a scam this that and the third right so the the Bitcoin maxis and although I'm really big on Bitcoin Bitcoin is my favorite crypto yes I still call it a crypto but Bitcoin is my favorite crypto and it's the one that I have the most invested in because not only is it the most uh, worthy coin, <laughs> but it's the one that I feel is going to change my life the most. Get me out of, you know, generational poverty. Um, it's going to change my life the most than, than all the other coins. Now I have I have other investments. Don't get me wrong. I'm not 100% maxed in the Bitcoin. So one could be like, "Well, you're not a Bitcoin Matty." I really don't care for titles, dude. Like, like oh, if you don't want to call me a Bitcoin Matty, cool. Well, you're somebody who, whatever the title you want to give me, cool. I'm still gonna make the investments that I make, and um, potential. Potential is the reason as to why I still am involved with the other cryptocurrencies that I have. Now, there's a bunch of them that's on Coinbase that I'm now looking at. Like, you've been asked for a while. I might exchange you for some Bitcoin, even if it's a little bit. And then again, switch that over to my trust wallet. Or exchange that for another uh, uh, coin. Switch that over to my trust wallet. 
right? Well, I'm gonna make that decision because I've done that in the past. Again, been in this been in this space for three years now. That's decisions that I've made within the three years. Look at some of the investments that I've had and say, this is kind of ass. I'm gonna exchange it. I've never sold. I've never sold because I've never made I've I've made gains. Don't get me wrong, I've made gains, but not enough for me to say I want to sell right now. I let it be known on Twitter anyway. My my selling price is at least 500k or more. If any of my if that's that's either with one of my investments, crypto investments, or just if my entire portfolio hits that much, half a mil or more, people gonna be upset about it. Whatever. That's just my selling price. <laughs> that's my selling price. And I ain't even close to that yet. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't even close to that. So, ain't no selling for me anytime soon. Damn, that ride is nice. I'm getting distracted over here. (whistles) Baby, baby. That's a nice-ass ride. I'm sorry. But, I'm not even close to that soon. So, anybody listening to me and like, no, he's going to mess up the... He's going to muddy the water... He's going to muddy the water. Relax. Relax. I'm not selling anytime soon. It's some big billionaires and, and you know, them, them bears that you want to look into, you know? Those are the folks you want to go at, not me. I ain't selling anytime soon. I'm holding, right? But I have, I see the potential in other coins as well. Not just Bitcoin. But Ethereum has a lot of great potential. Polygon, you know, the the coin that Coinbase is, is, you know, cock blocking. (laughs) You know, they have some great potential to my eyes. There's a lot of other coins that even if they don't have great potential, I still have investment in because I got it for free. I'm not going to go over in this episode, but in a future episode, maybe, but most likely what I'm going to tell you how I got these other coins for free, other than me, I told you Coinbase is one way, Um, but there are other ways I, how I got into these other coins for free as well. If anybody were to reach out, anybody interested in wanting to know what's what, I will gladly tell you. Not later on. I'm not going to make you wait into the future and be like, listen to this episode or when this episode drops, I'm going to tell you. No, I will tell you right now. If you reach out right now, I will tell you right now. But until then, I'm likely just going to, again, just, 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 you know, continue doing me. And um, continue living and, and building wealth. That's what it is. So that's my whole thoughts. I know long segment here, but like I said, this episode is going to be long. Um, segment going to be long. <clears throat> I need to drink some water. And then I need to eat something real quick. Um... 
but you'll just hear a commercial break, of course, and then uh, <laughs> we'll be back. So uh, stay tuned. All right, so still ain't getting none to eat yet, <laughs> you know, but it's cold out and I don't want to be out in the cold, the cold is cold, and also the food is cooked. But before I get into the next segment, I wanted to talk about, um, I want to make something clear from the last segment that I felt I didn't make clear. Um, as I mentioned, the whole $25, right? Bought $25 automatic, never received that. So essentially it was a waste of $25, right? My point in telling you that was not just to tell you that get off them exchanges because you will make a purchase that you end up not getting what you purchased. That wasn't just the point. The other point was do not personally invest in now, again, as I mentioned before, you know, when my ramblings, I get all sideswiped, right? I did mention that $25 to me at this point in time, thankfully, if I were to make a purchase for $25, it didn't hurt my pockets. Now, I hate losing money in general, whether it be $5 or 25 definitely even more, but it wasn't something to where it hurt my pockets. And one thing, if again, one of the, the most important thing in this whole episode, I want you to take away, if you don't take away anything, is it's better to be safe than sorry. But I also want you to take away that if you are getting into crypto or any type of investment, do not invest more than what you are willing to lose. That $25 is something that I was willing to settle and say, you know what, Coinbase, you got it. I'm just not going to deal with you anymore. In the future, when I buy my crypto, I'm going to buy it on trust wallet or if I sign up for any other hardware wallet that's where I'm going to buy my crypto but I'm no longer buying crypto on your exchange or any other exchange I was willing to say okay that's an L that I took that's a $25 nail that I took and that's how you're going to have to look at with investing in, in anything not just with cryptocurrency with anything If you are about to make a purchase, whether that be $25 or less or more, however much that amount is, you have to sit with yourself and say, am I going to accept? You don't got to be okay with it. I guess I don't like losing money, period. I ain't okay with losing that 25. But am I going to accept that I made a decision that resulted in something that I wasn't you know, happy with. Yeah. That's what happened there. So, if you're going to invest in anything, another bit of advice that I'm giving you that it's not, you know, I'm going to keep saying it's not financial advice. That it's not financial advice. I'm going to tell you anyway. not invest in any amount of money that you will not be acceptable 
of losing. That is not an acceptable amount of you possibly losing. Put it that way, not losing altogether. Do not invest in things that are just loser veil. Like if you're gonna invest in, not every cryptocurrency is worth a day, by the way. I would not suggest that anybody just throw money in certain cryptos, right? Like I was saying, during this commercial break, I was gonna look into, or sometime after I, I'm done recording this, I'm just gonna look on my portfolio on Coinbase because it's a lot of shit coins. <laughs> That's the term. It's a lot of shit coins just sitting there. And I'm like, they're so shitty, I forgot about them. And now I'm looking at them and I'm like, you're not making any waves, you're shit. So I'm gonna convert you into something that isn't shitty. Not gonna sell. I'm just gonna convert them into a different type of coin that isn't shitty. But I just wanted to say that 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 first part, not that last part, but that first part really was um, again better to be safe than sorry. But also, if you're going to invest in anything, do not put more money in that you're willing to lose. All right, they're willing to possibly lose. To me, it was that twenty-five. Now, you don't want to be someone that's always losing $25 if that's your limit or losing $5 if that is your limit. Don't always, because obviously that adds up. You lose $5 5,000 times, you do the math. That's as much money that you just lost. <laughs> you know, if I lose four, uh, not four, $25 four times, you do the math. That's as much money that I lost. Definitely not okay with losing $100. I'd be on Coinbase's ass right now if I put a hundred into that Matic and they didn't give me that shit. I'd be in their ass, they throat, and not in a way that they didn't want me to be in their ass and throat. No. So it's like that. It's like that. But on a uh, on a I guess celebratory serious note. Y'all remember the story of the swimming instructor. I, I talked about this couple months ago, right? There was this white swimming instructor, this white lady, um, who was supposedly a swimming instructor, right? Um, this mother of a little black boy, Izzy Scott, Israel Scott, is Israel Izzy Scott, um, who drowned and at this women's swim instructor school, right? In the presence, right? Um, I shared that story about the negligence that was going on in that situation. I forget the episode, uh, the episode title, but I, I do know that I did talk about this situation, right? Well, the uh, quick update, and I'll hopefully remember to leave this article in the description box below. But the woman has been charged. The uh, this happened uh, in Georgia. And um, the woman has finally been charged. So this this part here, this segment here is not going to be super long. I just wanted to detail you about that being the case. Her name is Lexi Ten Tennyson, I believe. Still can't believe I pronounced her last name, but Lexi Tennyson. And it says here in this Yahoo article, Lexi Tennyson faces a misdemeanor involuntary manslaughter charge for the drowning of Israel Izzy Scott in June of 2022 
after law enforcement initially decided against criminal prosecution, um, Blavity reported via Yahoo. And that's a little excerpt from the article. Again, you can check out Blavity or you can check out uh, Yahoo as well. I'll try to remember to leave. Well, the article actually, I'm in, I'm at, I'm in Business Insider. Ooh, Business Insider. Nah. I'll try to leave the article in the description box below, all right? Um, and you can read up on it, the rest of yourself. But it, charges were finally put, and this happened in June of last year. So, that's some good news. We're going to get on to another break, and then we'll get on to the last topic. Stay tuned. going to complain although I can't so this is also take two of this last segment the first and the last segment needed to take two I don't know what's going on with with the anchor app I guess when you record longer segments it shouldn't be that way though I know they usually give you 60 some minutes the first time it I was at 45 or so 40 some minutes when the app started acting weird it kept saying something about a push notification and if you hit okay it would glitch out and then shut down it happened the second time as i've recorded this is my second time i'm recording this last segment here but it happened again this time at the very end and that segment was about 55 not yeah it's about 55 54 55 minutes of audio that once again was just lost in the sauce, right? Not recorded. Now, this is the stuff that makes me want to think now I should get a quote unquote professional setup so I won't have to rely on an app like Anchor. But I'll detail in the next episode, I believe, why I decided to give up on the whole professional setup type thing and all that other stuff. But again, we're talking about this last subject here. Let me get into it so I'm not rambling. Hopefully, I get, I got notes here. Hopefully, I could get through all my notes without... And I hate the fact that I got to repeat myself because I would spin fire in that segment too. Just like the first time I was talking about the crypto segment, I'll spit and fire it in and I will spit and fire it man. Now, I got faith in myself that I can spit more fire, but... When you spit fire, you don't, you don't really want to have to repeat yourself. You, you know, you want the you want the flames to burn on their own. You don't want to keep whatever, you know? Anyways, before I get into it, though, I do have to explain. Well, maybe, maybe I will take this opportunity to do the whole text-to-speech thing that I said I was going to do, that I forgot to do last segment. I'm going to pause real quick, set up my laptop, do text-to-speech, because I do want to edit this and uh, make it into my blog, uh, make it a blog piece as well. So I'm going to pause real quick, but you don't know that because editing magic is going to make it seem as though I didn't pause. 
All right. So I think <laughs> I think I found some, you know, I'm going to do a text to speech on Microsoft Word. Um, I'm obviously going to the de- 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 not delete, but edit the, you know, the Word document so it can actually be a pleasant to read blog post when I do this. <clears throat> and edit all the, you know, the ums and the tangents and stuff like that um, in the water sips. So, <clears throat> with that being said, I do have to press this microphone here. So, if you hear some, that is me. Um, that is me getting started with the text to speech thing. But also, I'm going to talk about my notes here as my problem with people who have. Uh, you know, a lack of faith in Christianity. All right, and I'm gonna detail that title, by the way, that clickbait uh, title. Um, what I mean by that, um, as soon as I press play. All right, so when I say I have a lack of, well, when I say that I have a problem with people who don't believe in Christianity or any other religion for that matter. It's not a simple, it's not a thing where it's a, it's just a difference of opinion. It's to me, when I say that it's not even just them being against uh, religion or them being against religion in general, because me personally, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't really care. Um, my problem is it shows a lack of faith in anything, not just in Jesus Christ. A lot of people that I've seen who are anti-Christ or just anti-religion, anti-Christianity are people who they don't they don't have faith in much of anything in general, you know? And to me, that is the biggest turnoff about them rather than them having a different opinion about my personal religious beliefs or just them believing in the higher being in general. And to me, someone who doesn't have faith in anything is someone who just will not only just will fall for anything, but they will believe in anything any man tells them. Now, there's a big difference between having faith and having belief. There's a difference. One can say they're the same, but you can believe in something. Like faith to me comes from the soul. Believing in something comes more so from the mind or just it it can be mindless as well. It can come from just you not questioning anything right and people get it get it twisted having faith doesn't mean not questioning at all having faith simply just means that it's much deeper than the word of a man there is something much deeper than the word of a human being that is that 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 fuels your your mentality your thought process or whatever right people who simply just have a believe who believe in something but they don't really have faith these are the people who are easily led astray 
by quote unquote scientists, right? These are the people who coined the term trust the science, but they don't trust God or they don't really trust anybody, you know, uh, who can come, who anyone who is, who is able to have discernment, you know, they don't trust that at all. Um, these are just people who, who just, just honestly, like, like for the next quote that I have, the next point that I have, um, they're mentally weak. It shows mental weakness to not have any type of faith to me. To me, it shows mental weakness. If you don't have faith in anything at all, again, this is not me trying to tell you to believe in Jesus Christ or convert anybody or to any religion in general. But again, as I mentioned before, these people, their problem isn't Jesus Christ. It isn't with Jesus Christ. Their problem is they don't have a faith in anything. They don't believe in anything. They don't believe in themselves. They, you know, they don't have faith in anyone. They don't have faith in themselves. Let me put it that way, right? But they certainly don't believe in themselves. Now, there are there are times where faith and belief go hand in hand together, you know? Like believing in Jesus and Christ and believing in yourself. Having faith in Jesus Christ, but also having faith in yourself. As I've mentioned, um on the first recording before I, 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 you know, had to do this re-recording, the reason as to why I believe in myself so much, I believe in myself because I believe in Jesus Christ. And that is not me saying that I believe that I am Jesus. That is not me saying that I am bigger than Jesus or as big as Jesus. Absolutely not. I'm saying what God and Jesus Christ have instilled in me is faith and belief. The faith and belief that I have the power to make the, my life the way that I want, to walk in their light, to walk in the path that they set out for me, because they have that faith in me. And it's not just me, it's everybody out there, everybody who, whether you want to acknowledge that you're a believer or not, it's everybody out there, they put you on that path. And because of that, because of when I realized that, that's when I realized that, you know what? I have faith in this being. I have faith in Jesus Christ. You know, people who are mentally weak are not people who disapprove of Jesus Christ or just disapprove of any religion. These are people who aren't faithless in general. And you cannot tell me somebody who you cannot tell me someone who doesn't have faith in anything, right? Not faith in, and you don't have to have faith in Jesus Christ to have faith in yourself. Let's get that. Let's get those two things. Let's get that situated right now. I'm saying with me, I have faith in myself because of my faith in Jesus Christ, because of what I've gone through. There are people who may not have gone through the things that I've gone through and they still have faith in themselves whatever that means for them. And that's beautiful. But oftentimes, and it goes back to this whole show of mental weakness, what I'm seeing in the people that I'm talking about, and I should have made this disclaimer here earlier, I'm not talking about people who are atheists. I'm not talking about, and, and any of this folks, right? I'm not talking about people who are atheists. I'm not talking about people who are a different religion. 
But if anything that I say here applies to you, instead of getting offended, I think you should do, you should think about what that means to you. If I say that you are someone who lacks faith in anything, what does that mean to you? If you hear me or somebody else says you lack faith and then they're not talking about you lacking faith in Jesus Christ or any other higher being, lacking faith just means that you're someone who doesn't believe that your soul matters, that you have a soul, that you have power within yourself. At least that's what I mean when I say you like when I say to somebody you lack faith or if I'm saying to somebody or a group of people, my problem with you is that your lack of faith. They don't have faith in anything good can happen. They don't have faith that good things can happen for them. They don't have faith that they can do good. They don't have faith in themselves to be able to do the things that they will say that they want to do. That's exactly what I mean. And that's a show of mental weakness. But also it goes into my next point here. Um, the victim mindset. A lot of these people, again, your problem is not necessarily with God. God is not giving you these problems. It's the simple fact that humans is giving you these problems. But instead of doing something about it, you rather stick in this mindset of a victim mindset. Now, everybody knows that I don't, you know, I don't find that mindset to be attractive to one bit. I know Christians or people who claim to be Christians who cling on to the victim mindset, you know? Now, there's a big difference between a person who is who is of the victim mindset and someone who acknowledges wrongdoing. I know there's a ton of people who will say, or my detractors out there, let me put it that way, who will say that I have a victim mindset because I am very vocal about systematic racism. I'm very vocal about um, the American police force. I'm very vocal about all these other things. And people will say, well, you're playing the victim. That's not me playing the victim, being knowledgeable about these things, being knowledgeable about these things. When I talk about them on the podcast or whether I write about them on the blog or just do a YouTube video about them, which is an everyday conversation. That's me acknowledging what the reality is. Acknowledging reality and playing the victim are not the same thing. Someone who acknowledges reality is someone who says, okay, this is the situation at hand and this is what I'm going to do about it. Someone who is a victim says, this is the situation at hand and because of this, I cannot do anything about it or I don't want to do anything about it because it's hard or for whatever reason as to what's stopping them from doing it, right? And that goes into the next point too. These people tend to not be action-oriented people. Well, it's not up to me. Well, if God is real, then how come he is not, you know, I prayed for this and how come he's allowing this to happen? If God is real is... One of my favorite quotes or just one of my favorite uh, scriptures has to do with um, prayer and action. Prayer without um, action is just hope. That's me paraphrasing, of course, but it's true. 
it's one of the even even before me embarking on this journey of Christianity. That was always something that I kept in mind that I can pray, pray, pray. But if I'm not doing anything about it, nothing is going to happen. In the first recording of this, I talked about my current living situation right now. Right. And I think I may have mentioned it at the beginning as well, how I'm not satisfied with the neighborhood and the city in general and just my current living situation. Now, I can complain about it. I can do nothing about it all all, and just complain about it on podcasts, on blog posts and do nothing. Right. Where is that going to get me? I can pray. I can pray for a different living situation, which is what I often do. I can pray about it. But again, where is that actually going to get me if I'm praying about it, but not doing anything about it? God is not just going to one day I pray. I pray before I go to bed. Right. Let's just say I prayed before I go to bed about wanting to be in in another different in a different living situation. I'm not going to all of a sudden wake up that morning if God wakes me up that morning. I'm not going to wake up in a different house, in my dream house. I'm not going to, hopefully, I don't wake up outside, homeless, cold as hell, you know? That's not going to happen. I got to put in the work. I, there's there's action steps I got to take if I want to get up out of here, you know? I can pray about it, but it's just going to be seen as a hope <laughs> if I don't do anything about it. And a lot of these people, they're not action oriented at all. They don't want to put in the work. They think it's just so easy. You just got to sit down and pray. If you think all it took was for human beings to sit down and pray on the various issues that they have, do you think that we'd have issues? Do you really think that it would be that that anybody would be going through whatever issues, whether it be your living situation, whether it be the uh, anything Anything that you're going through right now, you don't have to name it. You know what you're going through. Do you think you you would have those issues if the moment those issues came, you just prayed on it and then boom, it went away? Let's be realistic, y'all. That's not how life is work. That's not how life works. At least life on it on the physical realm. Maybe in the spiritual realm, which I haven't been. Maybe that's that's how life works there, where you could just pray on it and then boom. But here, that's not how it works. You got to put in the action. And if you're not an action-oriented person, you're clearly someone who is of the victim mindset. And you're clearly someone who doesn't have faith in yourself. Because action-oriented people have faith in themselves that they can get, that even, if, if, even if it's not going to be easy, they have, act, they have faith in themselves that they can do something about whatever issues that they're having. I have faith in myself because I've done it before. So I can do it again. I can get out of this neighborhood. I can get out of this city and get out for good. I have faith in myself that I'd be able to go somewhere where I am satisfied, where I am happy, where I'm satiated. But that takes action. That doesn't just take prayer. That takes action. And if you are someone who's in the same boat as me and you're someone who's not satisfied with your living situation, with the city that you live in, the neighborhood that you live in, right? If you're not satisfied with that, 
I'm not saying turn your 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 life over to Christ or any other deity. What I'm saying is be action oriented. Have faith in yourself. Again, when I say having faith, that that does not mean simply having faith in Jesus Christ. That's what I choose to do and others choose to do. You don't have to make that choice to have faith. Having faith is not just picking a deity and saying, okay, now I believe in you. Now all the good things that I want to happen for me, make them happen. No. My next problem with folks who are against Christianity or religion in general is how threatened they are by a different perspective. Now, this can be applied to Christians and just other people, religious or not in general. In fact, a couple of these points can be applied to my fellow Christians. So don't think you're off the hook, fellow Christians. But I'm talking about those who are against us for simply being different, right? To me, it shows, uh, it shows again, it shows a sign of, of mental weakness because to me, someone who is easily offended by a different perspective is someone who doesn't have faith in themselves to even justify why they are living the way that they are living. That's what that tells me. It doesn't tell me that, oh, I believe in toxic, a, a toxic, uh, uh, you know, religion, or I believe in something that is wrong. It tells me that you don't have faith in yourself to make a sound decision at the end of the day when somebody presents information to you, different information to you. I'm not here to try to convert anybody. But if I were to tell somebody, anybody listening right now, anybody reading right now, about what God has done for me, right? And they're like, I don't believe. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Christianity. That's just my choice. But I am willing to listen to what, to why you feel the way that you feel. That is someone that I don't have a problem with. That is someone that I think has a lot of mental strength. Someone who isn't of a victim mindset. Someone who has faith in themselves. Someone who has faith in themselves to say, this person presented this information to me. Now, it is up to me to make a decision on whether I take said information and I make something of it or I continue on the path that I'm on right now. But that takes faith. Once again, it takes faith in yourself, not in some deity and yourself. And if you don't have that faith in yourself, well, you will be offended. You're going to constantly be offended by someone who has a different perspective on things. And this even goes way past religion. This can go past political uh, uh, debates. This can go past any other type of debate. If any other type of discussion, debate, whatever you want to call it, if somebody presents new information to you or a different perspective to you and 
you have faith, you're not someone that's going to be offended by a different thing. And like I said, this 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 applies to Christians as well, because I see Christians do this all the time, often, where they are offended by a different person's religious beliefs or just a person who isn't who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ or Christianity in general. And they do so because they themselves really don't have the faith in in Jesus Christ that they are putting on to claim to have. Now, wavering, wavering uh, faith is is normal in this religion, in any religion. But as a Christian, it's normal. I can tell you my faith wavers from time to time. My belief from time to time is, you know, dang, what's 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 next or, you know, is this even, am I even believing in something worth believing in, right? But it's, 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 again, it's, it's broken. It's, it's combated with the faith that I do have. And as I've stated before, and I'm going to say this again, I believe in Jesus Christ because I believe in myself. I believe in God because I believe in myself. What they have done for me, what they have instilled in me, is the reason why I believe. So I'm not offended when somebody says they believe in this religion. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. They don't believe in any religion. I'm not offended when they when they are faithless in themselves. When I say I have a problem with it, when I when I, what I mean by problem is I see that there's an issue that I feel like I must point out. And it's only for the betterment of the individual. And if we're going to continue to interact on whatever level, it's for the betterment of our interactions. Because I'm not someone that is just going to yeah, there are certain differences people have where I'm just going to be like, that's them and this is me. And we can co- co- coincide with that difference. But then there are some times where we're just going to have to talk about said differences. And get to an understanding so we can continue on if we want to continue on having this dynamic that we have. But that comes, again, with a conversation and honesty and all that other stuff. And if people are listening to any of these points that I name, and I still have more. If people are listening to any of these points that I've, I've made thus far, and they're not going to be honest with themselves, that conversation can't be had. Not with yourself, and not with anybody else, right? Um, and again, this is not coming from a place of scolding, bashing, or whatever. But I get it. I once was somebody where somebody, if someone were to tell the truth about myself, the, the, the parts about myself that I did not want to be true, I got offended. I know that feeling. Now I beg for people to be honest and keep it real with me, but because of how I responded in the past or because of what people perceive of me, people are afraid to do so. So I understand that aspect as well. But I can tell you from experience as well, you're not going to grow into the individual that you want to grow into by constantly denying the truth, constantly being offended by what 
the what you know uncomfortable truths. You don't have to like it, but you simply not liking it tells tells you should tell you that there needs to be a change. That needs to be there's a change that needs to be made. Next point after that is I have right here. It's a sign of immaturity. Just having lack of faith in just anything is a sign of immaturity. Now, one can say that everything that I've mentioned in this post, even thus far leading up to this point, because there's still more points, one can say that I could have just said my problem with non-believers is they are immature. My problem with saying that, or what I think is the issue with just leaving it at that, is I don't think it is would be smart of me to, or sensical of me to just say to somebody, my problem with you is you're immature, or call someone immature and not give reasons as to why I believe that they're immature. That would be highly immature of me <laughs> to to say you're immature and then not give reasons as to why I call someone else immature. So why I broke it down the way that I did, essentially when it all leads, it can all lead to the explanation or the simple sentence of immaturity, right? Or explanation of immaturity. But I broke it down the way that I did because one, it will fit for a blog piece and a podcast dialogue or conversation if one wants to have said conversation but also it gives it shares reasons as to why I feel the way that I feel rather than just labeling labeling it one thing and not giving a reason as to why I believe uh you know not giving the reasons why I gave it that label these next points that I have, these are the last few points. Um, a few of them are quotes made by yours truly. So uh, <laughs> the first one is, God is not punishing you and others or others. Human is punishing you and others. Let me say that again. God is not punishing you or others. Human is punishing you or others. There's a situation I'm going back and forth with the property managers here in this neighborhood, right? I don't like living here because of these these people who are in charge. A lot of people who've moved out of this neighborhood um, have moved out because they don't like the people who are in charge of the properties on this neighborhood, right? Now, depending on the degree of the situation, I can't detail and I'm not going to detail, even if I know what the degree was, I'm not going to detail anybody else's business, just mine. But with me, my issue with them, I could easily be one of these cats out here blaming God and saying, why you put me through this situation, God, this is your fault, God, yada, 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 God, right? But it's not God doing this, it's these people, it's these other human beings. It's these property managers. Like I said, it's not God doing this. It's, it's, it's human beings. So the punishment that you say that you're having or that you're going through, 
if it's your job, if it's, you know, your boss is straight up being an asshole, right? Or just your job in general. You, you don't have the best job. God didn't, God didn't hire you. Your, your boss did. Your boss or bosses or whoever did not overwork you. Oh, well, they did overwork you. You know, God did not, is not the one at your job at that moment making you do those things. You may have thought, oh man, I've been blessed with this job or whatever, but you can think that. But as far as who's in charge, who's the one who is running things there, that's that's man. That's woman. That's human. Sorry for the awkward pause. I'm getting my charger so I can charge this laptop so I can continue on this text to speech or speech to text that. Bear with me. Right, we are back. <laughs> the blog pieces are definitely gonna get edited, but you know, the the audio, y'all just gonna have to listen to that music in the background real quick. <laughs> but let me hurry up before it shuts down on me again on some BS. Um, but again, God is not punishing you. It's it's it, whatever you're going through right now. You're not being punished. Now, I will say as a Christian, there are certain situations with that happen within the Bible where I did look at that situation and say, God, and I don't want to be someone that questions God's motives, right? Because sometimes we go through tough situations because that's what we needed to go through in order for us to finally learn what the lesson that God was trying to teach us at the end of the day, you know, we're hard headed beings. And oftentimes we don't learn the first time, the second time, the third or the fifth hundredth time. Sometimes we got to keep learning. And God has so much grace for us that he keeps showing us these lessons. You know, he keeps saying, all right, I have grace for you. I'm going to put you in a situation again because this is a recurring situation because you really need to learn this. Let's see if you learn it this time. Let's see if you learn it this time. That's not punishment. That's just his way of showing us that we need to learn. There's a lesson that need needs to be learned. So if any moment in time you're thinking, God is, instead of thinking, God is punishing me, one thing, I'm being tested. 
or if it's something that you've gone through again, over and over again, think, well, what do I need to do? Again, going back to being action oriented. What do I need to do? There has to be something different that I need to do so I can get a different outcome. So I can get an outcome that is more pleasing than this outcome that I keep getting or, or an outcome that I'd be satisfied with. You can pray on it. But again, there's an expectation of you to be more action oriented about it. But a lot of the punishment that we deal with in life, and I know someone's going to ask the question, this is the most like remedial question, honestly, people always ask when it comes to um, God and, and just, why did the text to speech stop? It can't go past five pages though. All right, that's just weird. How you, it's only 4,401 words. And it's still supposedly recording, but it, okay, that was weird. All right, it's still going. But anyways, as I was saying before, this touch the speech thing, man, it's going to take a lot to get used to. That's all I'm going to say. There's going to be people that ask that stupid remedial question of, well, if God is real, how come bad things happen to human beings, right? I see this question all the time. Even when I, before I, I became a Christian, I would see this question, right? I've asked it like one time in my life. But even as someone who was, I was, I was never a serious atheist, at one point, I was an atheist, right? I was never a serious one, though, but I wasn't a big believer as I was now. I was. This is fairly recent for me, this whole being a believer. This is fairly recent to me, you know? But even then, back then, I had the understanding that bad things happened because human beings are bad to one another, you know? Death happens because that's a part of being a living organism on this planet. Humans die, animals die, plants die. Any Anything with a living organism, anything that lives is going to die. That's a part of living is death. So I never really understood why people seriously would ask, how come... God took this person away from me. Now, I'm not saying that we can't have these feelings of remorse and sadness and stuff. I've lost people, people who are close to me. Don't get to thinking this is some jolly Christian coming before you, talking to you, and like everything is going to be all right. I've lost very close people to me. I've lost people who were not close to me and I still felt the way. I've lost people who were very nasty to me and I still felt a way about it. Death is not a concept that I feel that is a fair one for the most part. But I understand that it is a part of life. And again, going back to human beings being done wrong 
Or how can, if there's a God, how come he is sitting around allowing this to happen? Again. God put strength in me as an individual. Which means, when I am done wrong, in any way, shape, or form, God is in me telling me or giving me the strength to make sure that I fight back. I'm not saying everyone who has done wrong in the world needs God or needs any type of religion. They need faith in themselves. And again, just to go back to what I said before, I believe in God because I believe in myself. Human beings are nasty individuals and they are going to hurt one another. But if you do nothing about it, you're going to continue getting hurt. And that is human beings doing that to you, not God. So I paused because it was coming up on the 40 minute mark and I did not want this app to mess up on me again and then have to record this for the third time. Um, I was cooking and I'm still cooking. (laughs) Um, So until Anchor fixes this issue, though, because I think it is a big issue that's it's kind of whack, not even kind of whack, really whack that, you know, after a certain amount of time, it starts glitching up and stuff. I think if a segment goes on longer than 30 minutes, then I will cut it in twos. Not, you know, wait until the uh, next week to talk about it, but I'll try to cut it in twos. Y'all know me, when I get going, I get going. So I can be very mouthy and stuff. I still have, um, if I'm going to count, um, one, two, thanks to like last three, actually. No, two. I, I got two more points that I got to make, right? Just two more points. And that would be the end of this segment, which will make the end of this podcast. So without further ado, let me hit record again on this. And I got a lot of editing to do on this article over here. These words, this word document, but I'm ready. Anyways, let me hit start. Hopefully it starts recording. Testing, testing. Are you recording? Yes, it is. All right. So let me continue on with the point that I, my next point after my last point. And this one comes as a, as, as a question and a statement as well. If you don't believe in God, If you don't believe God is doing right for people, why do you think so many believers and non-believers have it good and have good things happening for them? Because there's one thing that I want to make it clear before I finish the rest of that quote. The one thing I want to make it clear is whether you believe in God or not, you are blessed. He is going to bless you. 
We are all God's children, whether we accept him or not. He's not just picking. Don't listen to what any Christian tells you. You don't have to accept God as your Lord and Savior, as your father, for him to bless you in your life. Now, if you want to be noticeable about those blessings, if you want to be gracious about those blessings, if you want to continue to celebrate those blessings or be celebratory of those blessings, yeah, it would make sense to acknowledge that his presence in your life. But he's blessing all of his children. I truly believe he blesses all of his children because God is not a, a, a father. He's not a being that is going to just say blessings for these folks, nothing for these folks, nothing but, you know, snow and and, and, and cold days <laughs> as I'm looking out the window because it's snowing, but snow and cold days for these folks, you know, um, that's just not how the God that I believe in works, right? So with that being said, once again, if you are someone that's like, oh, well, God, he, 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 he's not a good person. He's not a good being because bad things happen to people. How do you explain the good that's happening to both believers and non-believers? There's plenty of atheists out there who are blessed. There's plenty of people who aren't Christians who are being blessed by God, right? Whether they believe they're being blessed by their God or just people in general who are just indifferent, right? Um, what, what's it called when you're a there's a political but there I believe there's a term when you're you're uh I'm ag- agnostic I believe when it's not that you're not a non-believer but you're not really a big believer either for the longest I was agnostic I told you it was a, a period of my life where I was atheist but then I went from atheism to being I guess agnosticism whatever that term is being agnostic so apparently it's a right term because the on on the word document agnosticism whatever is is being typed (laughs) hey but anyways that's what i was for a long time just just in that state of eh i don't disbelieve but i also don't uh truly truly believe you know um until again, I had to sit back and look and say, you know what, this is, ain't no way in hell. First of all, the devil definitely ain't doing this to me, but ain't no way in hell I'm being blessed with all of this in my life. And, you know, I'm given all these chances and all this is happening to me and there is no higher being. I just, I just flat out refuse to believe that. So again, the last point that I make, if you do not believe God is doing right for people, why do you think so many believers and non-believers have it good and have good things going for themselves? The next point about that, or the next part about, um, in that quote that I made up again is they aren't victims to circumstances at the end of the day and I gotta reiterate this again 
as I stated all throughout this this episode, um, there are, there's another message that I want to get through to you. First message was it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Second message was in involved in in involved in investing, investing in anything, whether it be crypto or not. Do not put in more money than you're willing to accept as a loss, right? For me, it was that $25 again. And if you fast forward toward this topic here and you're not, you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, timestamps in the description box below. But also the last thing that I want you to take away from this episode, if you don't take away anything else, it's not to give your life to Jesus Christ. That's not what I want you to take away. It is having faith in yourself is the answer to all of your problems. Having faith in general is the answer to all of your problems. That's not, again, that's not saying having faith in Jesus Christ. Again, that's not saying having faith in some other high, higher being or religion. Having faith in general Because people who have faith will take action. People who have faith are not going to play the victim. People who have faith are not going to be threatened by people who have a different measurement of faith or just a different perspective of life in general. Different anything. So if you're someone with faith, and I mean truth faith, you're not going to be faced by, you, again, you're not, you, what I'm talking about here has zero to do with you. But if you are, whether you consider yourself a Christian or not, if you are somebody where whatever I said here applied to you, this is yet again not meant to be offensive. This is not meant to chastise anything. This is me simply saying there is a problem and you being offended means that you can at least acknowledge that there is a problem. Because if if you didn't think these were problems, why would you be offended? Like the things that I mentioned here, when as I'm writing them and as I'm talking about them right now, I I did not get offended by anything that I wrote. Not because it was me that wrote it, but because I did not feel like anything that I wrote applied to me. None of what I said applied to me as far as being faithless and and being someone who... It once did apply to me. As I mentioned before, I, I can relate to these people. That's why I'm coming at y'all with with compassion and love is because I can I was in your shoes. I was in your situation. I was faithless. I didn't have faith in myself. And because I didn't have faith in myself, I didn't have faith in people. I didn't have faith in God. Because I was faithless, I didn't want to do anything about my issues. Because I didn't believe I could do anything about my issues. So, 
that's all I got to say about that. Let me press pause on a got it all. I'm going to edit this. Definitely going to work on this, uh, you know, article. And if you are listening to this episode of the week of um, January 15th, right? Um, Or Martin Luther King week or whatever you want to call it, right? If you listen to it this week, um, subscribe to the Medium blog down there in the description box below. You will see the edited, uh, transcribed, written, pretty much, version of what I have here. Um, So, there's that. That's all I got to say, and that is the end of this episode. Um... I was, I, for some reason, I wanted to apologize for the length, but I'm not. Like I said, I gave y'all two weeks off, and I know there's people that are going to be super excited to hear me back, and I'm super excited to be back, and I'm glad to do episodes like this. This was really good. This was really refreshing. For a first episode, for a first year, for not a first year, but for the first episode of a year, this is probably my favorite debut episode of any year that I've done the Ernest Thoughts podcast thus far me personally so that's how it is right hopefully y'all took away something from it (laughs) if not cool if so nice i would love for you to still share this podcast out share the episode out with anybody especially share any other messages if you felt like there's a certain message that you got or someone really needs to hear um, please let them know that's what, that's why timestamps will be in the description box below. Um, and just, just so if people want to fast forward or rewind and stuff, they can do that. Um, check out the other links in the description box below that helps support what I got going on that helps support me and not just as a podcaster, but just as an individual as well. And also within hitting those links, you can help yourself out. You're going to get your own merch. Uh, You're going to, you know, there's other links down there that will be posted down there that will help you out as well. So it's not just something that benefits me. It benefits you as well by hitting the links in the description box below. You don't have to. A simple share of the podcast, a simple share of the episode, a simple subscription as well and you're listening of course rating these things help out tremendously and i'm greatly appreciative of until next time until next episode stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbtqia plus lives matter black trans women matter black trans men matter black women matter black men matter and you matter and i'm out peace